Hello, everyone. Sean here, back with another episode of the Aligned and Well podcast. I am really excited about today's episode because it is my first interview with another person. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Heidi Wild. Heidi is a leader in one of the first mental wellness companies in the world that offers different lifestyle programs and holistic solutions for improving mental fitness and promoting a more natural focus on health. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear our conversation. Today's episode, we will be talking about the journey to finding and cultivating self-love and finding the keys to joy in this life. So I hope you find this episode helpful. And here is my interview with Heidi. Hey, friends, I'm nurse coach Sean. And this is my podcast. In this podcast, I will be sharing with you how to create a well and balanced life that connects with who you truly are, whether it be a meditation or mindfulness practice, an insightful interview, or just sharing my own journey and expertise on different life and wellness topics. Hopefully, if you're listening, you will walk away feeling more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to cultivate radical self-love. This is your encouragement to create a more fulfilling and vibrant life for yourself. This is your invitation to lean into your curiosity and intuition. Together, let's build a compassionate space through which to heal. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Okay, so I have Heidi Wild on today for our podcast episode. So excited to have you on, Heidi. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, this is you're you're my first podcast interview. So you get the the honor of um, of being the first person I ever interview on this podcast, which is super, super exciting. Thank you. I feel so special. So Heidi, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Certainly. So my name is Heidi Wild. And rather than me saying what I do, I like to say what I bring to the world. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love that energy. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I am a recent, it's been one year from this month that I left my corporate job after 33 years with the same company, AT&T, where I had a tremendous career. Um, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. We did a lot of cool things here in New England, where I'm located. And Mm -hmm. then at the end of uh, December of 2020, throughout the year of 2020, which was a very transforming year for many of us. Right, right. And then it was just time to move on because during that time, the last three or four years, I joined a mental wellness platform, a company, the first and only mental wellness company in the world that was really focused on focused on nutrition and uh, the gut brain connection, the science that drives um, our stress level and immunity and uh, hormones and uh, anxiety and energy and everything. So um, what I did was I left AT&T and now I'm doing this mission and platform full time. And I work with really anyone, uh, primarily women over 40, uh, but anyone who's really ready to elevate themselves and make changes mm-hmm. and uh, make changes to feel our optimal best 
uh, both physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, and also there is financial peace too, because financial creates and can cause a lot of stress in our lives. So um, that's what I do, uh, or that's what I bring to the world. I also am a big advocate of self-love mm-hmm. and self-connection and awareness. I love hearing kind of like the um, the fire in you. You were talking about how you were working in a corporate job for 33 years and switch to this. And this just sounds like you have so much passion about it. And that's really exciting to see. Um, I want to know what was it, what was it that inspired you to become a wellness professional and to help people discover how to love themselves and, and care for themselves in a holistic way? Well, Sean, um, as we all have our story, and I have mine, uh, mm-hmm. that came from a place of not loving myself, not mm-hmm. feeling connected. There were times over the years, um, and again, it is for, for many of us, it starts out with childhood stuff, right? I mean, mm-hmm. someone could rip a lunchbox out of our hand in the, uh, um, the bus stop, and that could be a traumatic experience. So when we unpack all those layers, and what I found over the years, um, in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years is, I've really learned how to feel my feelings. Mm. And this has been a big key for me. And what I've done previously over the course of uh, my life has done a lot of things to not feel and not really being aware of all that. So how I, that would manifest, I was um, at one point over 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. I would also be a work workaholic. So I actually had um, an addiction. I abused um, marijuana, weed mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and fortunately, that stopped about five or six years ago. Um, but up until all those periods of time, it was, you know, it was just going from one thing to another to numb myself, right? To mm. not um, really cope or be aware, a to sit in my feelings and to learn even how to do that. So a lot of what I really um, talk about is that process of self-love through feeling our feelings, learning how to accept them, to not judge them, Mm-hmm. as good or bad, because that's what, again, I've been taught, many of us, I believe all our feelings are just delicious part of being human. And what the more I felt those feelings that were so called not good is when I really started feeling my most joy. So that's a big message that I have. Uh, you know, as I go older, grow older, I feel like I'm aging backwards, fortunately. Mm-hmm because I'm really embracing it all and I'm sharing it with others, which really lights me up. Mm. Oh yeah. The road that you took to discover how to love yourself. And it always, like you said, it always kind of comes from some kind of, um, you know, pain or, or trauma and, and childhood things. And, Um, I really appreciate you just like sharing your story because I know that there are so many other people out there that relate to that. And I want to know exactly what mental fitness means in the work that you do. Mm. Well, when I started learning about the science behind our physiology, um, how important nutrition is 
and um, mental uh, fitness is very focused in a lot of what we eat. Mm-hmm. We create how we feel, and yeah. uh, we get addicted to what we eat, uh, and, and our body craves more of it. So when we eat healthy, nutritious vegetables and fruits and grains, uh, that's what our body wants more of. And when we eat sugar and processed foods and chemicals, our body create you know craves more of that. And it all what I've learned too about mental fitness and mental wellness. Um, we're all humans and we're all on the spectrum, right? We're on a, a scale and the scale fluctuates depends on where we are in our life and circumstances and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have found and I'm learning uh, more and more about is the science behind the gut brain connection mm-hmm. and how important it is to have when we have a balanced gut, which means that we're eating really healthy foods and, you know, we're drinking water and we're exercising, then we're mentally connected. We're tapped in, turned on. We have mental clarity, meaning um, we remember why we walk in and out of a room. Mm -hmm. Um, We have really good energy, meaning, you know, we don't get tired during the day. And as we age, we're, we're really supposed to feel amazing. We're not supposed to have that brain fog of forgetting things in confusion, Mm -hmm. you know, and we need to continue to nourish ourselves with, you know, all kinds of good foods and mental, uh, going outside, getting exercise, uh, doing a lot of mindful type of things, taking time to meditate. So to me is a lot of that, uh, self-care, uh, creating boundaries, saying Mm -hmm. no when Mm -hmm. we want to say no, Mm -hmm. instead of saying yes. Um, I heard, I think it was Brene Brown says, you know, it's 30 seconds of discomfort to say no and six months if you say yes. Oh my gosh. I love that quote. I am a recovering chronic people pleaser and I totally relate to everything that you're saying right now. Um, and how saying no, sometimes whenever we want to say no, whenever it's not aligned with us is really beneficial for our overall mental and physical and emotional, you know, wellness. I think that's really cool that you're incorporating that kind of stuff into the work that you do in our last conversation. Whenever we had talked, um, initially we talked a lot about the journey to, self-love and, and the key to joy. And this has a different meaning for everyone. Um, but what would you say? And I think you hinted on this earlier too. What would you say has been the key to joy and to finding self-love in your own life? Well, that is a powerful question. The, the way that I have come to find my joy in addition to the feeling of my feelings. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk a moment about that because that's really important. And also I'll talk about looking outside of myself for approval versus getting that from within. First of all, the word emotion has motion in it. So Mm -hmm. motion, emotion has to move, right? Mm -hmm. And what I've done over the course of a lot of my life is um, not speak my truth, or bury it and keep the peace and not. uh, And when that happens, um, it stifles, it stays inside 
And I remember, I don't know who's listening to this is going to remember this, but there was a show called Rhoda. And Rhoda had a sister named Brenda. And they had a conversation. This was when I was in high school. This was Mm -hmm. in the 70s. And Rhoda (laughs) said, uh, Brenda said to Rhoda, if you don't dump your garbage, you're going to start to stink inside. I love it. And how profound. So That is so profound. <laughs> so what that means to me and how I've, uh, you know, I heard that way back in my late teens. And of course, it took me several years to incorporate. Um, and what I found is when I wouldn't uh, feel or I wouldn't express and speak my truth because I didn't want to start arguments or confrontation or um, any type of abuse of situation, then I was, I was putting myself aside. Mm-hmm. I was dismissing myself, mm-hmm. which over the course of years takes a toll. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that shows up in my relationships with, in my life and it, mm-hmm. and it creates patterns, mm-hmm. which I'm fully aware of. And I've been very, Um, conscientiously working on consciously awareness working on over the last like 12 to 15 years to change those patterns Mm -hmm. and to be aware of it and to have grace and kindness with myself because a lot of what we talked about especially um, in childhood we learn what to do for approval we do this and we're going to get good response we get straight A's and we're going to get recognition you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, this is what we learn, the behavior based on what we're being taught by our parents and our teachers and community. So for me, um, that's been an unlearning over mm-hmm. the course of time and yeah. the dismantling of all those belief systems. So how to feel my feelings is, and I, I, Went to a, uh, I still go to her. A few years ago, I met a woman in a grocery store of a checkout aisle when I was addicted to marijuana. And I'll say this it's one of those things where it started out social and, and then it just got into a situation where it was a dependency, emotional. It was just not healthy. Yeah. A lot of people have that with drinking as well. So it can really, you know. Yeah, there's a fine line there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and only you inside know for sure. Exactly. Healthy or not. Right. And so therefore, I'm not here to judge anybody on how they deal with. And however, I will say that when I sat um, with this woman that I met in a checkout aisle of a grocery store and I sat down with her, the first thing she said that uh, you need to choose between you or marijuana. Mm-hmm. And Sean, I didn't even know who I was at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want me versus that but I don't even know who I am. I've never really known who I am. I'm always been trying to be the good neighbor, the good wife, the good mother, the good daughter, the good mm-hmm. PTO leader. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that was a, a big aha. And then over the course of time, when I started really working on uh, myself, I would have these feelings and I didn't think it away. I didn't eat it away. I just sat in it and I felt yucky. That's what I told her. Mm-hmm. And she said something to me. It was so profound. She said, Heidi, would you consider not judging your feeling as yucky? Mm-hmm. That it's just a feeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that 
it was uh, this aha moment, like, wow, I was judging my feelings as good or bad. And they're really, so that was a big piece for me and how, and, you know, to let people have their experience too. When Mm -hmm. someone wants to cry, we have a tendency to not want them to cry so that we can feel better. Mm -hmm. Because it's not our job to fix anybody or anything. People go through their, their process in their own journey of healing. Mm, So that's the first thing I would say about finding my joy. And as I felt more sadness, anger, frustration, my joy would increase. And now I'm feeling the spectrum, the human experience much greater because when you stuff your frustrations or any other sadness or anger, you are also stuffing the other side of it, which Mm -hmm. I didn't realize until I went through the process and now realize that feeling it all is so delicious. Yes. That Mm -hmm. was kind of a long answer to that. It was so beautiful because I think that Um, A lot of the stuff that you hit on and one of the things that really stood out to me was the fact that you said the word emotion has emotion in it and um, an emotion has to move somewhere. If you stuff it down, then then it's causing so many other problems that people don't really even realize. And I've talked a lot about this in some of my other content, but I loved earlier whenever you said that you have to feel the whole spectrum of emotions because you can't really have joy without feeling the other stuff as well and not um, not assigning a negative or positive connotation. It's just like just like thoughts as well. Like our thoughts are not positive, negative, causing us pain. They are just thoughts. And when we realize that we can actually have some control over the thoughts that we think and actually have some control in our ability to feel our feelings. um, That's when we really start to become mentally fit. Like you said, when I have a thought, it's really a curiosity, especially if it's a negative thought. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if a lot, oftentimes we have a the way we talk to ourselves Mm -hmm. is uh, not like we talk to the dog or we talk to our best friend. I mean, you know, we're, we're very Mm. self-critical or, you know, we have all in a lot of times it's not even conscious. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awareness. What I do is step back and say, Hmm, that's curious. Where is that thought coming from? Or if I'm triggered by something, you know, uh, that's interesting. Instead of, reacting mm-hmm. and responding, mm-hmm. taking that moment to, yeah. to take it in. Yes. Yes. And it's funny that you mentioned that. Like I, my last podcast episode was actually about the power of the mind and body connection and how to slow yourself down. And I love that you said the word curious, because that's really what you have to do is just get curious about the thoughts and the feelings that you're having. and a lot of us don't realize that we can actually choose. Remember mm-hmm. when we were a child and we didn't have any judgment yet. Mm-hmm. We didn't have stuff. We were kind of a clean slate. So it, we, we saw the eyes through curiosity and through delight. Everything was delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
you know, it's just like taking in that information like it's the first time. Yeah. And we tend to forget that kind of stuff. We tend to forget the small stuff because of everything, you know, as we get older and as more and more responsibility is put on us as adults, we tend to um, forget the value of those small little things. And I love, I love looking at things through a child's lens, just because I feel like I'm a person who is a child at heart. And, um, and that is a really important thing to remember whenever you are trying to find joy in your life is to, is everyone has an inner child. I I do want to go back to the topic of like validation and where we find validation. Cause you had mentioned that earlier. Tell me a little bit about how you became able to create validation within yourself instead of looking to others. Mm, that this is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a process. So everything that we're talking about is not a snap of a finger and things change in mm-hmm. my experience. Right. So it, it's, a, it's an unfolding, it's a commitment mm-hmm. that I've made to myself. All of the work that I'm doing is the most important thing in my life mm-hmm. in order to have the life that I desire. I'm going to be 100% truthful and say that I'm not 100% there mm-hmm. either. You know, it's okay. Um, and it's what I found too, is as I get older, I care less about what people think of me. And here's the, the key to this, Sean. Mm-hmm. Everybody is coming from their own experience. Mm-hmm. So I cannot possibly, you know, when people say, I want people to get me. Well, in my experience, or what I believe is no one's ever going to get anyone mm. really. Because I'm coming from my view, my lens, my experiences, everything that I've gone through to take the next step or go down this path. And what I've learned is that a lot of people that thought they were knowing what's right for me, they have no idea what's right for me because they're only coming from their own experience. Mm -hmm. That's really helped me to step out of needing people's approval when I came to this realization that nobody knows what's right for me. So how can they possibly approve or not approve because they don't know? It's Mm -hmm. not because they don't want to know or that because they don't love me or they don't care about me. It's because they just don't No, they don't have the capability to know. It's liberating as anything to Mm -hmm. give up that control. Absolutely. So the more that I've let go of that control, the more control I have. Yes. Oh, so profound. I love that. A lot of this has to do with trust Mm -hmm. and connection with myself, my higher deity, whatever that looks like for that's my belief that there's something greater out there than me mm-hmm. and that, um, that I trust in that and is really a lot of energy to try to control things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd rather spend my energy in more productive ways, in more healthy yes. ways, in more ways that are going to help me thrive and help other people thrive because I'm all about, we all live together. We all yes. support one another. It, the rising tide lifts all ships. 
So, mm. oh, beautiful quote. I love that. <laughs> I, I, I really like that we're talking about this, about the validation piece, because I actually heard like a video clip the other day and it ties so well into what you're saying. And I think it was um, Jay Shetty who was being asked on an interview, what is something that you don't value that other people find valuable? And he said, being understood, like I'm okay with being misunderstood. And that floored me because for the longest time, that's one, that was one of my biggest fears is being misunderstood. But what you had said about finding validation within yourself and knowing that nobody else knows what's right for you, only you do, that rang so true to my own journey as well. So I love that you shared that because that combined with what I had heard in that interview, I was like, whoa, I'm kind of going through this big aha moment right now. That is beautiful. And I think of values. Values came to me when yeah. you said that. Mm-hmm. And um, this might be helpful for others. I did a value exercise mm-hmm. and I've done this periodically throughout my life where, you know, I've, and you can go on Google and find a list of values, 200 values, and a lot of them intertwine with one another. So, um, you know, family is important to me, uh, but also that falls under community. So I, I put community and, you know, uh, faith and trust and uh, integrity and truth and a lot of these that combine together. So I identified, I identified my five or six really core values. Yeah. I've done this exercise too. I know which one you're talking about. So what that does is when I have that in front of me, both metaphorically and directly, that really helps me with any decisions that I need to make. Does this align to my values? Mm-hmm. Uh, and love is high on the list. That's the top. Like, is it, what would love do is a lot mm-hmm. of times that's what I ask myself. Mm-hmm. What would love do? So that comes into the self-connection, self-awareness, and self-love is to really understand the life I want to live, the mm-hmm. best version of that. Oh, exactly. Tell me about your favorite experience with someone that you have worked with, someone that you have helped, where you truly felt like you helped them move forward in their healing journey and helped them find a way to love themselves. Um, So a high school friend of mine saw that, Heidi, you're with the same age. We've graduated high school together. We're in our early 60s. And she's like, you have like such high energy and you're so healthy and positive and you're just like thriving. How? So um, I helped her on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest. How much do you want to change? Give me a number. Mm, Yep. You know, Mm -hmm. anything over seven is, you know, ready to make the change. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she really wanted to change. She had some habits that she wanted to change. She was watching TV all night long. She was drinking more than she wanted to. She was not having a healthy diet. Her energy level was low. Um, She just got into this rut of Mm -hmm. behavior and habit. So what I did was I put her together. We sat down and we went through some commitments and changes that she would make. And 
I will tell you, she was committed and, and I sent her. So I have access to videos um, by our scientists on mm-hmm. various topics, how important sleep is mm-hmm. and how impactful it is when we don't get it. Um, mm-hmm. What stress does to us, um, the, how important fiber is to our diet. Um, we have children's videos. We have videos on all kinds. This is a, a nutritional biochemist. He's a psycho um, nutritionist. And he actually wrote a book called mental fitness that I have right here um, that I can, you know, share. So I had her watch videos once a week, we went through some changes in what she was going to do. So we worked together for about three months. Mm-hmm. And her transformation over those three months was just beautiful to watch. And uh She's continued along. It's been about a year um, since, you know, she did this mm-hmm. and just that this is, you know, that that's one many, of many examples, Sean, of why I am so passionate to help other people through natural solutions, natural products that help our, you know, body reduce the cravings of sugar and alcohol and chemicals. And mm-hmm. the more, you know, it's baby steps too. It's, you know, you're not necessarily going to go from A to Z. That experience, uh, one of many uh, of watching her change her lifestyle and habits and the, the remarkable life she's having now is mm-hmm. why I am so passionate to leave my corporate job, to build a team of passionate entrepreneurs that are human humanitarians that want to bring mental fitness to the world. Oh, so beautiful. All of our health journeys are not linear. There's always going to be that kind of like ebb and flow. It's really important for people who are looking to find self-love and to um, learn how to validate themselves that um, there are ups and downs in every journey. I love that you said this ebbs and flows. Sometimes we have to dip to soar. That's another. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's okay to ebb and flow and to mm-hmm. have kindness and grace with myself, with mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of really good one-liners in this <laughs> one-liner nuggets in this episode so far. It's been really cool. Um, well, as much as I feel like we could talk on and on about this, I want to, I want to leave the listeners with, um, some tangible action steps that they can take to cultivate a deeper love for themselves and to find alignment in every area of their life. So if you were to give, um, like three top action steps to, uh, suggest for people to take, if they are struggling with loving themselves and finding validation and finding joy in life, what are those three action steps that you would say are the most Mm -hmm. important? I would say the first thing I think is to have a really good relationship with your mirror. Yes. Oh, mirror work is so powerful. (laughs) If you allow it to be, it's really deep. Yeah. In fact, I'll recommend a book. I don't get anything from this. Mel Robbins wrote the high five habit. Yeah. I've been wanting to read that. I've listened to the podcast episode on the school of greatness where she talked about the high five habit but it was the most life-changing thing I ever listened to. And I I had found that episode literally a few weeks ago. So definitely I'm going to link that in the show notes for people too, if you guys want to check that book out, because I'm for sure going to be reading it. That it would impact you in a big way or whoever's listening. Uh, 
So that is a, a big step for the mirror. I would also say um, to pick up your pen and journal. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's said in the science behind this, that when we move those emotions, when we take them through, and it's not the computer type board is not the same as writing it. Mm-hmm. So pick up your pen, find a notebook, a pad, something mm-hmm. and just freely write and with no judgment. I mean, it's going to start in the head and it's going to go to the heart. I would also say to uh, watch what you're doing in your nutrition, your fitness, drinking your water, uh, being in nature, you know, I'll, I'll lump that all together with um, self-care, mm-hmm. uh, getting the right s- amount of sleep. Uh, so, and being okay with ourselves uh, in our body, mm-hmm. um, our body image. Mm, yes. Doing mirror work, journaling, practicing self-care, which looks different for everybody, but basics, water, sleep, um, good nutrition. We've talked a lot about so many different topics, but they all relate to finding love within ourselves and that there are so many facets to that. And um, it's back to this whole, like holistic perspective of health, like everything affects everything. Um, and so finding joy is making sure that you are looking at every area of your life and, and aligning yourself with what your values are. And is, is what's around you still serving you? Mm. So I want to end with this last question. This is called the aligned and well podcast. So to you, What does it mean to be aligned and well? It means that my decisions and what I'm, the path that I'm taking, the people that I'm hanging out with, what I'm listening to, what I'm allowing into my space, into my mind, uh, everything feels really right. Mm. Really good. And, mm-hmm. and when it's the circumstance that it doesn't, then I look at that and I change it if, when necessary, if, and mm-hmm. when necessary. So yeah. uh, the, and I would say the word is congruency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I want to appreciate and thank you for sharing so much of your story with us and with my listeners. Um, you know, the, the, the vulnerability to which you did that was really inspiring. Um, I really think um, people are going to take a lot away from it. So thank you so much for, for being here with me tonight, Heidi. Sean, I just want to thank you. First say you're welcome. And I'm receiving that because I'm <laughs> really learning to receive. And also thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my heart and what's in my heart and how I can uh, perhaps inspire others to take beautiful steps to have the uh, healthy and thriving life that we all, I don't want to say deserve, because that we all are, um, are able to have. Yeah, absolutely. One more thing before we go, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you and work with you and find out more about the work that you do, where can they find you? Okay, well, um, 
I can give you my website is yourmentalwellbeing.com. I also have a survey that you can take. It's mentalwellnesssurvey.com. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is 14 questions that you can answer, and it will result in a score, one to 10, where you are on the scale, but it will also give you a 13-page PDF with recommendations mm-hmm. of both product and lifestyle recommendations. And I'm on Clubhouse as Heidi Wild, and I'm also on Instagram as Heidi J. Wild. Awesome. Yes. And I will put all of those links for how people can get in touch with you in the show notes, as well as a couple of the things I know we hit on today. We talked about a couple books and things like that. So um, again, thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. All right. I really hope you guys found some value out of our conversation today. If this episode resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on social media. Tag me on Instagram and Facebook. I am at Nurse Coach Sean. That's S-H-A-W-N-E. And um, I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review. Tell me what you think. Let me know if you want to hear more interviews like this. And as always, I am here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. It is my mission and my purpose as a nurse coach to be an advocate for self-love and compassion so that I can help you leverage your own inner power and healing potential in the pursuit of a well and aligned life. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have a wonderful week. I'm nurse coach Sean. And remember, when all is aligned, all is well. Love you guys. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. 
And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. 
I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which 
is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday, whatever you celebrate. It is the last podcast of this year, which is crazy to think about. I've just received so much amazing feedback from people who have tuned in and listened to the few episodes that I've put out this year. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting me and for riding along this journey with me. I'm going to be talking with a mental health counselor from here in Washington named Carla Munger. We talk a lot about mental health for women in this episode, especially for women who are either new moms, pregnant, or are thinking about becoming new moms. And she also goes over some tips that she has for finding a mental health counselor that you really connect with. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. Again, thank you all so much for joining me for my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it.